In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today is May 28th, 2020, and the Church celebrates today, uh, well, uh, and of course, a weekday of Easter, but also one of our Dominican today is Maria Bagnesi Bartholomew, who died and went to heaven in 1577, patron saint of abuse victims. So let's keep in mind and pray for all victims of abuse today, whether that be psychological or spiritual or verbal or uh, sexual abuse. Let's pray for all of the victims today of sexual uh, of abuse, of all kinds of abuse. Our reading today is from the Gospel of John, St. John, chapter 17, verses 20 through 26. The Lord be with you and with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. John. Glory to you, O Lord. Lifting up his eyes to heaven, Jesus prayed, saying, I pray not only for these, but also for those who believe in me through their word, so that they may be one, as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they may also be in us, that the world may believe that you sent me, I have given them the glory you gave me, so that they may be one as we are one. I am in them, and you in me, that they may be brought to perfection as one, that the world may know that you sent me, and that you love them even as you loved me. Father, they are your gift to me. I wish that I were where I am, they may also be with me, that they may see my glory that you gave me, because you loved me before the foundation of the world. Righteous Father, the world also does not know, but I know you, and they know that you sent me. I made known to them your name, and I will make it known, that the love with which you loved me may be in them and I in them. My dear friends, the good news, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. May the words of the Holy Gospel blot out our sins. Amen. My dear friends, we're so privileged now to be in John chapter 17. We went through the discourses of the Last Supper, the teaching of Jesus to the Apostles, and John 17 is that lovely, beautiful, and profound prayer of Jesus. The longest prayer of Jesus we have recorded. And it's almost difficult for me to talk about it. It's so profound and beautiful. I would encourage you each to start looking at John 17, if you haven't done so already, and praying with that text right now. As we prepare, of course, we're in this preparation for the Holy Pentecost a renewal in the Holy Spirit that we are praying to receive this Pentecost, especially as we come out of the pandemic, we're going to need gifts of the Spirit to for our people and for for the world. And notice how beautifully today Jesus says that he prays not only for those who, who are with him, for his disciples, but also for those who will believe in me through their word, that they may be one 
as you, Father, are in me and I am in you. So this unity, you know, we anytime we hear someone pray or see them pray, we, we get to see their heart and their soul. And Jesus is praying for unity, that all of us may be one. And he also begins to go on about the indwelling of the Holy Trinity within each one of us, saying that he is in us and we are in them and he is in the Father. And so we see this whole idea of God dwelling within us. And we get also from there of God dwelling within us the idea that we are being brought to perfection by this indwelling of God. He prays that we, you and I, may be brought to perfection as one, that the world may know that the Father sent Jesus and that the Father loved them even as he loves so much that he gave his only son and Jesus loves us uh, and we are the gift, you know, we are the Father's gift to Jesus as us, and Jesus, you know, at the Mass, gives us back to the Father. So that's very, very central to our lives, the idea that we are a gift. We are God's gift. We are the Father's gift to the Son, and the Son's gift to the Father. And... Uh, Just like in the Mass, you know, listen how the Mass is, is prayed. We are, the Mass is prayed to the Father, through the Son, by the power of the Holy Spirit. And this whole process that's going on at the Mass, through the Father, to the Father, through the Son, in the power of the Holy Spirit, is also going on within us. See, there's two ways to think about unity. We can think of unity between Christians in the exterior form, which we, by the way, we haven't done very well, have we? We're not very unified as a, as a body of Christ. We're pretty divided. We can think of unity that way, or we can think of unity in the interior person. And this unity, this transformation going on within the person, you know, to the Father, through Jesus, by the power of the Holy Spirit, that we become unified, that the warring forces within us come under the reign of Christ through the power of the Holy Spirit and in this way we become a gift to God. A gift of Jesus to the Father which is happening again at the Mass. Thing is, you know, this is where it is, you know, the rubber hits the road in being a Christian. This unification inside of ourself which bears certain fruits in our life. The fruit of the fruits are listed in Galatians 5 at least 12 of them, 14 of them, but there's more. But, you know, this is where love, peace, and joy come from, and we can be united interiorly. What's to divide? Let's think of the seven parts of the whole, uh, seven parts of the human person, and has they war with each other? We have, we have an intellectual dimension, we have a psychological dimension, we have a spiritual dimension, we have a bodily dimension, we have a sexuality dimension, we have a moral dimension, and we have a noetic dimension. Noetic rhymes with poetic. It's the side of us that is seeking truth, beauty, and goodness. So that is a side that is a, a pull in our lives. So all of these things, they have competing interests, and they have to be brought under the reign of Christ. Our thoughts... You know, our words, our actions under the reign of Christ. Our emotions under the reign of Christ. 
our spiritual drives under the reign of Christ, our bodily drives, our sexuality, our moral life. The moral life is growing in virtue and, and fighting against sin. That's brought under the reign of Christ. We don't give sin reign in our life. And our, our love of beauty, our, our, you know, the beautiful sunrise, the beautiful piece of art, the poetry, the music, all of that is also brought under the reign of Christ. And we love Christ through the beautiful things on this earth. They are conduits of God's love to us, and we can love God back through them. So as we prepare for Pentecost, my dear friends, you know, think about these seven aspects of your life and which ones need to come under the reign of Christ and what are the virtues, what are the gifts that are needed or the fruits of the Spirit that are needed in your life to come into union within yourself that, so that peace of God can dwell within us and that union between ourselves and with the Father and Son and Spirit can manifest itself in our lives. May Almighty God bless you, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen.